Hello, everybody, and welcome to Versus Ann. I am your whiskey shooting, collared pooping, rooting tooting cowboy, Nolan Lazy. I am uh, Drake Mallard by day, Darkwing Duck by night, David Holman. And I also thought of a title this week, Brent Lacey. <laughs> You're getting there. It's getting close. I'm finally on board here. Yeah. It's take it's take what you are and throw your name in there. Exactly. <laughs> sure. I think one of these days I'll be up there with you guys. I, I You know what? If you eat your vegetables, I, I believe in you. So I don't know if this is going to be a reoccurring way to start the show, but um, I got back from the movies the other day. Yeah. Um, I saw the, the Pokemon movie. I originally thought we were going to go have um, Jamaican sashimi, but uh, turns out it was hey, a... Hold on, hold on. Hard right turn. What's Jamaican sashimi? Poke. Pokemon. Oh, oh God, God damn, damn it. it. <laughs> zang, zang. <laughs> <laughs> I got the first half of it, and then... Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck you, Brent. No. Mm-hmm. No, I do totally I get some... fell into that one. Do I get preliminary points? You yes, do. Oh, my yes. God, you get so many... Okay. So, uh, how was how was Detective Pork your mom? Yeah, Detective Pick My Chew. Mm-hmm. So you guys were into were you guys into it in back in the day? Oh yeah, yeah. Pokemon Red is probably my second or third most played game like ever. Uh, okay, uh, Blue for me because yeah. you know it'll fuck Red <laughs> shit up. So I think I did miss the I think I missed the the bandwagon. Not, not that it hasn't gone anywhere since then, but yeah. it's never jumped onto it. So you guys might be able to help answer this question, conundrum, whatever it is. Go for it. Um, saw the movie. There's, you know, plenty to say about that. I'll, I'll buy that there are these different creatures with different um, anatomy, and we capture them and train them. They have powers. I'll buy all that, right? Yeah. Um, I'll buy that they can f- all fit in a tiny ball. <laughs> You know the quantum resizing, or however. Okay. That that works. Well, the um, thing is, it's not quantum. They just shrink just small enough so that they're constantly touching the edges of it. Way worse. Okay. Way worse than what I ever thought. Cool. Go Screaming. on. Screaming. Screaming the whole time. The whole time. The part where it just shattered the fourth wall, and I had to step back. Do, does each Pokemon? say its own name or is it named after the thing that it says that's the age-old question but and then also they call each pokemon the type and then also that is its name so yes. like you would see a pikachu but then and in talking to it you address it as pikachu okay and all it says is pikachu right so my, my my question is like does that mean like the analogy is that all dogs here would just say dog all the time and they would all be named dog or are they called like barks and they just bark and all of their names are also bark that's that's the thing is it's it's a matter of which came first the chicken or the egg well uh here here is a uh, another movie reference in retort i am Groot. oh shit what do you mean I mean, does he say I am Groot because his name is Groot, or do we just call him Groot because he says I am Groot? What if what if it's not even I A M G R O O T? What if it's uh I, I don't for A Y A E M Like it's one big long t- I am Groot. I yeah. am Groot. <laughs> yeah, like people have been fucking up the whole time. 
And what if it's like his language, like, you know, Inuits have a thousand words for snow. What if, you know... He has one word for everything? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a very complex language. There's only one word. It's all an inflection. And the most important part is that all the inflections uh, have genders. So you can say something surprised, but if it's not surprised feminine, it means a completely different thing. You're getting real rude if it's not surprised feminine. Yes. I mean, like, let's be real here. I, mm. Yeah. So, but what kept floor like, I I had to stop and, you know, Tanvi, my wife, is real into Pokemon, and I kept asking her during the movie, I couldn't get my head around it, like, is his name Pikachu or is he a Pikachu? Like, pick one. They're not... <laughs> Sticking, like, I'll buy all the other stuff, but, like, if you were going to write a completely fictional story, well, okay. can't you also fabricate the grammar correctly? Here's 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 where part of that comes from, I think. So, like, the original Pokemon, the show, the animated series, yeah, all of the trainers, except for the main three, name their Pokemon. Like, like Bill and what? Steven and Frederica. Yeah. Like the, like In the cartoon names. show? Misty, Brock, and Ash... Don't name their Pokemon, but every other trainer does. I don't think that's right. It, it like the first season, people are like, that's my Charizard Lorkles. And Ash is like, that's my Charizard Charizard! Because Ash is a fucking moron. <laughs> he he is a laziness. Yeah. Yeah. Here's, here's my cat. His name is Cat. Here's <laughs> here's the other thing, Brent, is I, I think it it's something more to attribute to lazy writing because you absolutely could nickname your uh pokemon whatever the hell you wanted to call them uh in and like the actually i think still in all of them especially if it's it's great especially if you go back and watch uh twitch plays pokemon where uh did did you ever check that out did you ever see or hear anything about that no okay oh you, you gotta watch so it. you you gotta check that out it's it's you know how how twitch works right like people are yeah. watching a game so people I'm not that old it <laughs> uh, so people were they just had the game up on Twitch and someone had programmed a thing so that people would type in up down A or B wait so everybody got to play yeah. yes Ugh. it yeah. was one by one and they beat the elite four yeah they beat wow. the game they also caught the legendary bird Zapdos and, and let then it let go. it go <laughs> And just some of the names of, of some of those Pokemon wound up being ridiculous because that's the first thing that happens when you catch a new one is, do you want to rename it? The first part one of Twitch Plays Pokemon is 11 hours long, so... Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, we can't get a, you can't have a thread count to 10 in succession that you can have a whole Twitch audience play a game. Yeah. Uh, they got an Ammonite at some point, which is like... Is that like the... Evolved form of a Mennonite. <laughs> they bake such good bread. They, right, um, that, that's their main move. <laughs> bake bread. Um, um, so Ammonite, you either pick that or a. I think it's Aerodactyl. Aerodactyl. No, it's not. No. Yeah, it's 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 that or Aerodactyl because I think Ammonite turns into um, the big fucking creepy Kabutops. All I know is that that one. Which, like, is, is just like a little, like, looks like a Nautilus, you know, that, that underwater creature. It looks like that. That one's name wound up being Lord Helix. Yeah, so you either got a Kabuto or an Ammonite. 
and the Kabuto would evolve in Kabutops, and Ammonite would evolve into some other big fucking weird looking thing. Lord Helix was uh, his his uh, later to be written name. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, but they they screwed it up, and so his name just wound up being Omnite. However, uh, the Pidgeot that they got wound up being Abajus. <laughs> Uh, that Zapdos that they caught and released was AAJ. Uh, <laughs> like the, in the arcade and you got to scroll through. To yeah. Get, you know, <laughs> no, fuck it. It's AAA. <laughs> the, oh no, it's AAJ. And then the Nitto King was just, ah, <laughs> um, oh my God. They got a Lapras and its name was air. Um, <laughs> Which later got turned into Air Jordan, um, just, <laughs> just by everyone else, you know, calling it that. And the best one, apparently, they got a Venomoth that they taught fly, uh, and I'm gonna guess Surf as well. And so this thing, when they named it, was A A T T V V V, All Terrain Venomoth. Um, okay, right. <laughs> so. <laughs> Savannah and I, Savannah is my wife, we were walking and there was this really weird flower that we were walking by and Savannah goes, uh, do you know what that is? And I'm like, oh, that's a weeping bell. They're really oh, rare around these Lord. parts. And Savannah was like, really? I've never, I didn't know that. I'm like, you know, and sometimes if they grow really big, you'll call them victory bells because of how pretty they are. And we got like three blocks and Savannah's like, scrolling through her phone and looking at stuff and I was like those are Pokemon babe like oh, I just those aren't that's oh not no. a thing so now every time I see it I'm just like oh that's a that's a Mankey over there she's like oh you fucking I would have um the, the, the first the first form is is a, is a a bark and its name is bark and it just says bark <laughs> and then it evolves into a wolf bark. right and then the final form is a bow wow <laughs> The final it just goes up the ladder. No, final final form of all dogs is boof, 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 boof. So um, here's here's some questions for you specifically, Brent, since you have never played any of the uh, Pokemon games. All right, here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna say a couple of Pokemon names, and you gotta tell yep. me if they're real or if I'm okay. making shit up. Like, do I is this do I have another category to pull from, or it's just Pokemon or not Pokemon? Uh, just just Pokemon or not Pokemon. Po- Pokemon okay. or false. Okay. <clears throat> Pokemon or Pokemoth. It's <laughs> <laughs> <is> terrible. <laughs> Hippopotus or Garchomp? Well, you're changing the rules here. Am I picking which one is a real Pokemon now? Which one's a real Pokemon and which one isn't? Uh, Hip- Hippopotus. That was a trick question. They're both Pokemon. Uh, oh my god. I thought for sure were Garchomp. Were you going to in, David? I like yeah no. Here's the thing. I only really know maybe. I think Pokemon Silver was the last one I played, so I only really know the first 150, and then like a couple others, you know. <laughs> um, so actually, Brent, you and I might be on similar ground here now. Fuck. Hit me again. Okay, Rebar or Steelix. Mm, okay, Steelix. Steelix yes. is real. Yeah. Yep. 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 
Should there be a dinging bell when I get it right? Yes. And I yes. think it I, I think it should ding one more time after you mentioned it just now. Scribble or Dwebble? Son of a bitch. Dwebble. Um I'm I'ma go scribble. It is it is Dwebble. Oh my god. Nice. This game is fucking stupid. Pokemon, not this one that you're playing with us. <laughs> now, some of these names, some of these names, I'm looking at them. I'm like, I don't even know if I can make a weird one to go with that. Like, uh, <laughs> Kofagrigus, that's a Pokemon. Like, mm-hmm. it's Kofagrigus. Kofagrigus. <laughs> you might not be wrong, honestly. That, like, phonetically, that looks like it's right. Kofagrigus. <laughs> the the coup is silent. You bring up a really good point in just looking at these and and feeling out of touch, Nolan, because I saw it today. Um, Mm. I I get Mondays and Tuesdays off, and I found three $20 AMC gift cards that Cindy's boss gave her. Nice. And she doesn't like that theater, so I'm going. Um, So I got to go see Detective Pikachu. and um, What did you think? You know, I, I would say maybe... 45 minutes in I you know I was like this is okay this is good and then when I walked out um a random guy in a black suit asked me what I thought of it mm. and um I said you know what I was feeling you know I was like you know what I I don't think I was the target audience for this movie <laughs> um and it was at that moment that that guy uh uh tore his jacket open to reveal a giant t-shirt that said like adult brigade or something like that. And in that moment, I thought for certain I was about to be abducted, but he, he just instead just like tore his hand into my chest and ripped out my childhood. Mm. Um, and, and so I'm an adult now. So it is unfortunate. I kind of just spent the rest of the day drinking coffee and looking at your lawn, doing adult things. Yeah. I didn't I I didn't I didn't have a bad time. I laughed a couple of times. Oh yeah. The story seemed to go all over the place. Like to be honest, I would have watched you could have taken the entire plot out. I would have just watched 90 minutes of this like Flintstones-esque oh, society yeah. where you don't have a blender, you have like a Pokémon that blends things. <laughs> Blendemon. Blender. I mean there was so many <laughs> Blend- There were there was so many instances where they're like no, we don't need that piece of technology. We'll just use this Pokemon. And it just says, like, you know, Mon Sprinkler. And just yeah. sits out there the whole time. Like, I totally, I would have been fine. Just little 10-minute vignettes of, like... Vibrator! <laughs> <laughs> Mommy's got to take Vibrator up to her room now. Go to bed. <laughs> Jesus. Today's episode is sponsored you by Hitachi. No. <laughs> I can actually talk to someone about getting a a, a sponsorship with Fleshlight if we like. I apparently hey, have man. a connection. Money's money. Cool. But just just fast forward, like we will all have a dialogue with our own mothers at some point. Yep. I just like um I'm all like I don't know how we went from like Pokemon. It's to- camping gear, mom. Jesus. <laughs> it's a flashlight. It, it's a flashlight run by your flesh. You just. Hook it onto your nipples real hard. Worse. And it worse. <laughs> um, what else? We had another, you know, I think, uh, Nolan, have you seen it yet? I No, I haven't, actually. 
Okay. I, Do you want us to hold off from? No. no I, I've, okay. No. I think uh, Mewtwo was the uh, Captain Marvel of the movie. Just like blatantly overpowered. Yeah. Can just fix everything in, in one snap. Well, that's how he was in the original animated movie too. Yeah. Yeah. He's, like, he's uh, an abomination against God and man, created created by both. I forgot that it was that serious. <laughs> oh yeah. I thought that was Lick Tongue would be an abomination against God and man in my oh, opinion. Oh God. Who was in the movie, by the way? Lick Tongue. Oh yeah, a couple God. times. Ugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They made that skin look real, like way yeah. too. Ugh. Oh, oh! If you thought you could, the skin you could smell looked it. bad, you could smell it. You like, dude? You could see the tongue. Let's not even. Let's not even go into the fact that they um, like the scene with Mister Mime. Oh my God! I, <laughs> I cried. I was crying in the theater. It was like me and one other stoner in the front row, was... laughing much longer so... than it was appropriate. No, 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 it was plenty appropriate because Mister Mime is the grossest, weirdest Pokemon in the entire thing. But the the thing to me that really got it was like that scene ends with them convincing, like not even yeah, them killing so Mister Mime. They convinced him. That they killed him. They convinced him that they accidentally killed him. Yeah. Did they like, like did they like finger guns him and he like got worse. hit? Oh, oh god. my no, god, they, no. You have to just see it. It's I was peeing my pants. Holy so fuck. God. Nolan, do you have any interest in seeing it? I do, I do. I okay, just, okay, so then we won't we won't. Okay. It's totally worth it. It's I, I, it, the, the whole movie was... is honestly worth it for just the Mr. Mimes. <laughs> It looked funny it, like, in the trailers. It really did. Oh, yeah. There, there was so much. I mean, it was like the inception of a joke <laughs> at this point. Just people getting into other people's minds and then doing things in other people's minds and convincing them that like that wasn't what they meant to do. Like tripping over shit that you accidentally thought the other person made up. Yeah. It was good. It was really good. Oh, my God. Did they have, uh, did they have like muck or, or no. grimer or like any? There's a, there's a ditto that pretty pr- prominent yeah uh, and it has the, has the beady little eyes yeah I just it, um, super creepy it it can uh well i don't remember did did ditto ever turn into people in the cartoons i don't think so i think i feel like that should pokemon. be i feel like that should be against the law um <laughs> in the pokemon world dittos can't be people all dittos that become people are destroyed <laughs> <laughs> just Stretched into nothingness. Like, I... No one correct me if I'm wrong, but Brent, dittos are actually aftermaths of failed attempts to create Mewtwo. Um, oh, okay. Uh, I feel like that... Either either that's like a creepypasta theory thing, or I don't know. Welcome to Poketalk, where we talk about Pokemon. <laughs> Thanks for joining us tonight on Poketalk. It's the favorite Pokemon of Hideo Kojima, so that counts for something in the weird corner. I was about to say, wait, that's that's the Metal Gear guy, right? Metal Gear has nukes? <laughs> no. Listen, I'm about to say a bunch of shit. <laughs> so I'm about to say a bunch of shit that doesn't make any sense. So if you can just buckle up, skip ahead. Um. So question. Yes. yes. Who would you rather have? To roast marshmallows with Charizard or a flame Atronach. 
Oh, uh, it's oh. about F- Flame Atronach from uh, uh, Skyrim. Skyrim. Yes. Or Elder Scrolls. Oh boy. I would say a Flame Atronach because they're like bound to your soul, aren't they? They're like you know summoning magic, whereas like a Charizard, in fiction, is like known for being a curmudgeonly asshole. Yeah, but like Charizard becomes your friend when you get all the badges. You know, like, that's the important part. You just have to earn Charizard's respect, and then he's your big lizard dragon dad. You yeah, know? but, like, you don't have to worry about vampires or mages or, like, fucking bandits. You just, like... Yeah, you're right. You, no, you don't have to worry about that because you've got a Charizard and you don't live in that fucking universe. Can't you not fly with a Charizard, though? I believe the question was marshmallows. Mar- no, no, that's 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 what I'm saying. Is marshmallows is is easier well, with Charizard? Just, it's just it's just points against Charizard is all I'm getting. Like sure, what? no, 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 no. Charizard is the best for toasting marshmallows because all he has to do is just gently whip his tail in front of you. You got a campfire right there. Perfect size campfire too. But like. With a flame atronach, not only can you just have them sit down in front of you and have a campfire, if you're cold, they just lay next to you like a full body length, you know, heater at night while you're camping out and hunting bears. Okay, so if if you're going to do that, though, like if you're going to snuggle up to not snu- a... F- not snuggling, they just mirror your, your movements so you're always warm. Okay, okay, Nolan, I got news for you. Those things, I don't know. How how hot do you think fire is, Nolan? I don't know, like 10, 15 <laughs> degrees hotter? It's pretty fucking hot. Oh, it's... and and if you decide to kill your own flame atronach, you get fire salts. Do you get fire salts when you kill your Charizard? I don't think so. No, because I'm not a fucked up weirdo who's going to kill my best friend who kept me warm when I was cold and scared and alone. This this isn't Princess Mononoke, okay? You don't have fucking creatures coming to be your friends. He's there to fight for you. You keep him in a tiny ball, David. At least mine I, goes to a different reality. I I don't. He walks among the living. <laughs> he is me. prohibitively big to do that. He he is very large. But you know what? You know what? The other great thing about marshmallows with him is I can just I can put them on his claws. He can hold, I've actually, I think he's only got three fingers. He can hold six marshmallows over his his flame uh, tail. And you know what? He could do it on rotation like a, like a fucking uh, rotisserie chicken. You don't think that's slightly demeaning to the Charizard? No. We're friends. He's my dragon dad. 17 points to Nolan for being willing to kill his friend that helped keep him warm. To win the question. That's so fucked up. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh my god. <laughs> David, did they have the um, Sonic the Hedgehog preview at your viewing of the Pokemon movie? Uh, no, I I did get there a little late, but they did have mm. the Dora the Explorer one. Oh yeah. Jesus. How? What is happening? What, um, what are movie executives doing now? Like, this is the beginning of the end of days. Apparently. Yeah. Well, they're, they're doing it... This summer, the box office top action thriller is Hellman's Mayonnaise. <laughs> bring out the Hellman's, bring out the best. 
Hellman's, we have to save the princess. <laughs> From the evil Miracle Whip. <laughs> miracle Whip. <laughs> Coming to you this summer, Baloney Man. This Bologna summer. Baloney Man. <laughs> um... No, but I have seen the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer, though. It's just so creepy, man. Is he no longer a hedgehog? Is he, like, an alien now? Uh, so that that's that's the thing, actually. They are, um, because he looked so weird, the team that was working on it is actually going to change him to look more like in the video games and shit. Was, was this preview not post-change? Was this pre-change? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like he oh. he had long legs. He didn't look like he normally does, right, Brent? Like, I mean, he was blue, but that's about it. Yeah, he was like no. Harry Spiky Blue Man, the Spiky Blue mm, Man, the head. Like man. He, he was like he was like the the Chinese bootleg version of Sonic on yes, a T-shirt. It exactly. Says like, it says like you know Coca Cola Captain Flash. <laughs> Coca Cola Captain Flash. Mm-hmm. And it's just got Sonic. It's just saying like go speedy. My favorite food. God, is... I love corn dogs. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they have uh, they have Jim Carrey as Doctor Robotnik. What was I the think... last movie Jim Carrey did? Precisely. Yeah, like man needs work. <laughs> dude, dude was like, "Fuck it, you want to hire? Yes, okay, cool." At least I don't have to wear a leotard this time for this one. <laughs> well, he was in the second Kick-Ass, and, like, he was uh, Colonel Kapowi or something. I don't know. I didn't see it because it looked kind of dumb, but a lot of people yeah. liked it. Anyways, he, like, got all upset because the movie was, like, promoting bullying after they, like, I guess finished editing it. And he, like, decided to take time off from Hollywood because he felt like he was promoting bullying. I don't know how true that was. I read an article a long time ago about it and kind of stuck with me. He, uh, I, I think he probably ran out of money. That's probably it, though. I, I, he definitely came back. He, he needed work. Did you guys know I accidentally closed Skype? I was wondering why you were so damn quiet. Sorry. I, you are a-okay. <laughs> or is your audacity still recording? Yeah, I didn't stop it. Okay. <laughs> um. I was like, Brent's real quiet right now. Either we're doing terrible or something has happened. Or both. What's the best zone in Sonic the Hedgehog? Uh, the industrial one where you can drown. Um, <laughs> I like the one... The zone is not informed by the game for me. It's informed by the song. And so mm. uh, Escape from the City uh, from Sonic Adventure is my favorite. There's that Sonic Adventure too. It's the one with the, with the Chow Garden. Uh, I stopped playing after Sonic 2. Like... That was it. That was my last Sonic game. I honestly, in in all sincerity, the only thing I know about Sonic is from watching the Game Grumps play them, and it's terrible. Yeah. I just um, like the cutscenes. I just, how, how, they're so bad. Everything about the cutscenes is terror. I don't know, like, there is such a huge following of Sonic fans, and like, I see people play it and watch the cutscenes, and I'm like, why yeah. do you, what is, why do you have a fursona? This is weird. That's weird. <laughs> That's a weird uh, thing. Like, I'm not trying to yuck any yums. That's great. You can do what you want, but, like, that's kind of weird. Uh, fun fact, look up your name, the hedgehog. You mean, like, quote your name or, like, put my name in and then... Put Brent the Hedgehog into uh, Google Images and you will hate everything. <laughs> oh, my God.
So to uh, take a sharp right turn from Sonic the Hedgehog, um, I have been getting into Star Trek again a lot lately because yeah, okay, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah. So I've been rewatching all of TNG and some of the movies that I can get my hands on, mm-hmm. um, and I, I've been meaning to start watching Deep Space Nine or Voyager because it keeps popping up. But I watched uh, Star Trek Discovery while I was on vacation. The new one, the, the mushroom one, the newest one. Mm-hmm. And then I watched a good Star Trek movie with uh, Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan. Wait, wait, wait! Hang on. You watched Star Trek Discovery, the TV show? No, no, Star Trek Beyond, not Discovery. Mm, yeah. Okay. No. I've heard Star Trek Discovery is very good. I got those names mixed up. I've heard the new show is very good. So um, you watched the third lens flare extraordinaire Star Trek? Yes, I. Even even Savannah, who is like she likes big flashy movies, like she likes mm-hmm. she she's, she likes drama and stuff. But like when I take her to go see like action movies, she enjoys them too. And even she watched it and was like, "That was bad and dumb, and I feel dumb." But then she was like so turned off to Star Trek that I couldn't get her to watch Wrath of Khan, and like that's a oh, great movie. No, I know. And like I forgot, like you know, everybody makes fun of um, William Khan. Khan. Yeah, yeah, like, like, yeah, that's all they ever know. But, like, that movie is legitimately really well done, especially for, like, 82 or 83 when it came out. And, like, the, I, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I, I enjoyed it so much. I remember when I was, like, eight or nine, you were watching Wrath of Khan. You were watching all of them, Brent. You were going through the motion picture Wrath of Khan, Search for Spy. Yeah, I tried to, yeah, I tried to do a full... And, gamut there yeah and like at nine they were extremely boring and i did not like any of them because like mm-hmm. these the why are these models crashing into each other that looks really dumb but <laughs> like going back and like just thinking about the philosophy of star trek on top of it is is much more interesting but of course that leads into like watching videos about like the excelsior class or the constitution class like which one was a bigger breakthrough for the federation well excelsior class i would i would heavily argue that the constitution class was a much bigger breakthrough (laughs) for its time have you read the ethics of star trek by judith barrett no yeah it's uh i think used in some philosophy classes i have a copy of it um it's a good it's definitely more on the philosophy side than the star trek side but it's it's a good crossover into do they, I mean, do they just, like, focus on the prime directive, or do they, like, talk about characters' philosophy? Characters' philosophy and, like, different races, backgrounds, and how different captains would um, react in different scenarios. It's pretty good. I haven't read it in a couple of years, but uh, I had a good time with it. Sorry that I didn't have anywhere to go with that. No, you're <laughs> good. Honestly, the only thing I know about Star Trek is that they never obey the prime directive. <laughs> No, they do. It depends on which captain you ask. Picard does. Picard, like, brings up the Prime Directive all the time. In fact, speaking of Wrath of Khan and the Prime Directive, there's an episode in Season 2 that has Khan's first mate as a guy trying to sell drugs to Kirk's son from Wrath of Khan. Oh, wow. Yeah, I just saw their faces, and I was like, hey, they were in an episode, and one was a drug addict, because the other one made him that way, because of a plan. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. It was like a PSA on, like, don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, or Mm -hmm. or Picard will come in and make you have a really long withdrawal. 
That one has a it's a it's a Will Wheaton episode. Will Wheaton. I yeah. have been this entire time thinking that a question was coming, and just like I just ready. <laughs> I just wanted to geek out about Star Trek for a minute. Like, I've been Keep watching you it on a your lot. Toes. That is a okay. I just. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, especially like I bet you were thinking like, oh shit, what's an Excelsior class and what's a Constitution yep. class? Like, what no, are those? I thought I thought that was about to come up, and I was like, son of a bitch, I don't know shit about dick about Star Trek. You'd be like, it's I, my favorite is the Declaration of Independence class. I personally um, prefer uh, the medic uh, because <laughs> if he uses uh-huh. his uh-huh. weapon yep. longer, then what? Uh, then he can make the heavy um, <laughs> invulnerable. That's right. That's right. That is a good class. That's a good class to pick. <laughs> Two points to David for freestyling. <laughs> you're like you're like rabbit in eight mile. Oh my god, mm-hmm. mom spaghetti. <laughs> so um, I'll probably wait until Sonic comes out on like the Netflix. I probably won't be dropping oh, yeah. money to see it. When does it come out? I don't. I don't know. I think it's a summer. One later this summer, maybe this fall. <laughs> Because I've still got two AMC gift cards. Yeah, you gotta go. You could do it. You could ask for a refund, too. <laughs> no, I can't. I knew. Listen, no one can ask for a refund because this movie was terrible. Yeah, well, you watched the preview and decided to come anyway. Mm-hmm. We gave you a forewarning. Yeah. <laughs> um, have either of you seen the new Godzilla movie? No. Yes. What, the preview or the the movie? No. Oh, I've heard excellent things about it. This yeah. is a sequel to the 2015 American one? Yes. Okay. But apparently they got on the the memo, they got the memo that like, hey, big monsters fight yeah, each yeah. other. That's that, all we want. That's it. That's like, do you guys see the first Pacific Rim? Yeah. No. Got to see it. David. No. David. Here's, no. No. So many, I'm I'm fucking ruining comedy right now. But fucking, I I was working at Home Depot when that movie came out, and my family decided, hey, we're gonna go see this movie tonight. Is is it okay if we go without you? And at the time, I was like, sure, yeah, that's fine. And then everyone saw it, and then would not stop telling me about how fucking amazing it is. So and you know what? I have listened to people for six years tell me how how goddamn amazing this fucking movie is. And you know what I'm never going to watch anymore? This movie. David, I'm supposed to be the curmudgeon. You can't take that responsibility away from me. Did any of you guys see the uh, adult film remake, Pacific Rim Job? <laughs> I need you to tell me that's not real. Oh, no. I need... I need you to lie to me, even if it is. Uh, Pacific Rim, though, is so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, um, I'm sorry, David. Just like big monsters fighting robots, and apparently yeah. they like the new Godzilla movie was like, "Hey, remember that big monsters fighting robots movie? Let's do that, but just monsters." Let's do that again. What were they called in Pacific Rim? What were the mechs called? Kaiju. No, oh, not, the, the robots. Jaegers. Jaegers. Uh, Jaeger or Mech Warrior? Which one is better for? Moving. Like moving apartments? Yep. Which, which, so, okay, hold on. So when you say mech warrior, do you mean more like Gundam? 
No, like from the game Mech Warrior. Oh. Well, which Jaegers? Which, which mech are we talking about? Because mm. if you're talking about a bushwhacker, it doesn't have any hands. Yeah, no, I, I too late, Nolan. I've already taken Jaegers on this Damn one. Jaegers, uh, at the very least, have hands. They can put down their palm like it's an elevator and pick things up, and you can get in there. But you, um, you know the bad thing about Jaegers, David? Is you still have to be a shitty friend and ask someone to help you. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? <laughs> you don't get away from it. Hey, man, I'll buy you a pizza if you pilot my Jaeger with Can me. you share brains yeah, with me Yeah, my but Jaeger? you know what, Nolan? You know what, Nolan? That's how you find out who your real friends are. <laughs> you got to find them in the drift. <laughs> I don't need to see this movie, all right? I've heard too much goddamn shit about it. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm-hmm. See, now my only option with mechs is like, well, you just blow up your house and buy a new house because you have a goddamn mech warrior. Sure. That's pretty great, though. Like, God damn, if you're not moving and that's all you want to do sometimes. Yeah, yeah, like, couch down the stairs again? Fuck that. <laughs> you know what? I'll just blow up this apartment complex and buy a new one. I apparently have millions of dollars. I own a mech. Well, it also depends. If you're like uh, uh, Clan Jade Falcon, you could definitely get a loan pretty easy. But if mm. you're, if you're uh, Clan... If you're you're a wolf clan. Well, I was I was thinking uh, jaguar. Mm. What is it? Smoke jaguar. Did you ever play any of these, David? I don't think I ever got the chance to, but I got an emulator now on my um, computer, so I could. Pro- Are they PlayStation One? There was a PlayStation One Mech Warrior game. I will look into it. Was it any good? It was very bad. Okay, I will look into the PlayStation <laughs> Two one. <laughs> yeah, no. If you can get them, like. Uh, uh, the mech assault games they're not as good no just don't they're, at me they're not as good those are more like first person shooters yeah, um. they were yeah yeah i still like the mech assault games they had a really good online for mech assault you had like a galaxy map and like you picked a clan and you had to like do like unit controls where you would like land on a planet fight the other clan and like own percentages of the galaxy that's pretty cool. It was a lot of fun. It was really cool. It, it again, it wasn't that great of a game, but it was a ton of fun. But like they didn't like you could switch clans, which was my big issue with it. So like what I wanted yeah. was like once you picked a clan, like that was it. You were you had to stick with it. So the, yeah. the, the the giant walking assault machines, not a problem to wrap your head around, but like changing loyalties halfway through a battle no no yes yeah no that well that just like because then like one team would start taking over most of the galaxy and people were like well i'm just gonna jump onto fucking clan jade falcon be like no you can't do that see you don't have to worry about that with a jaeger (laughs) i think there's only like five or six of them in the universe that's true um so you know which all the more that's why people want to move with you that's why someone wants to be in there with you you got the ferrari amongst your friends you cannot all move right? with a ferrari no you that's, shouldn't that's true. but what if ferrari made a u-haul truck that's a jaeger a urari furar furar hall do not even do do not furar fur, fur, um you You've a foo hall. Foo hall. There you go. <laughs> foo hallery. Uh, I'm gonna give 200 <laughs> points to David for taking his stance without actually even seeing the movie. <laughs>
this 200 points to David for not knowing shit about what he's talking about yeah. and yet still winning. He, he went in, he went on double blind and still still came out on top. So. Uh. Like to thank the electoral college for this victory. <laughs> oh, <God damn> it. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> what other geeky things have you guys read or watched? Um, I finished fourth book of the Dark Tower series. Yeah, I'm almost nice. done with it too. Um, and David, have you read it? No, but I. You're not going to spoil. Well, I'm not going to. I'm not going to give you any plot points. But like, oh, okay. the audiobook is 17 hours long. I don't know what that converts to in human pages, but um, it took me weeks to listen to the whole thing, and it's all the whole book is backstory for the main character. Um, and you get, I mean, days and days and days into this book, and he finishes a story, and then they just pick back up, and like the story keeps happening, and it's like, no, you sp- this is supposed to be over by now. <laughs> like, I've yeah. already endured fifteen hours, and now we're just jumping back into the regular story. Like, where are you going with this, Stephen King? Like, it, it it's kind of meandering. Well, so here's the thing: between the fo- the publication of the fourth book and the publication of the fifth book. It's something like fourteen years. Mm. Uh, let me let me just double check on that because he, like, only wrote them when so it was nineteen ninety seven for Wizard and Glass. Uh, next one is Wolves of the Cala. I know in the afterward it talks about how there's even one scene in the fourth one that between two chapters in the book it's actually like twenty six years in his life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, No, it's it's weird. So it's actually less time than that. I, I thought it was longer. The first, like, he had big gaps between some of them. The mm. fourth and fifth one was only six years between them. And he kind of goes into, like, how all of his other novels take place in that universe, more or less. Like, the, the Dark Tower universe is encompassing of all the other books that he wrote. It, it's encompassing of everything, is mm. the thing. Like... They meet Stephen King at one point. Oh, don't give that away. No, I knew that. Okay. But, like, there's... When, when, they, when they got to the Emerald City, I was taken aback because we had just finished recording our Wizard of Oz episode of After the Plot. Oh, and yeah. And I was like, this is a little Bader Meinhoffery for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's going uh, on? Let me, let me fucking tell... How long was this audiobook again, Brent? 17 hours. Se- 17 hours okay so every year it seems like it seems every year i listen to the king killer chronicles books um back to back over on on audible and part of that was because i had a lot more free time also this Um, week's sponsor is audible thank you for listening (laughs) (laughs) it's not like you can't just say it and it'll happen Uh, damn it I thought like, they sent you the check once you put it in your show. No, somebody at the listen, office like, uh, I, sir, somebody said our name again on a podcast. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no, listen, listen, all right? I have listened to Oprah's The Secret on Audible, and so I know <laughs> you have to put it out into the universe. Mm. <laughs> um, no, so Name of the Wind, the first one, mm-hmm. uh, the, the first of those books is 662 pages. Okay. That's about 27 hours. Second one, 42 hours long. What? Yeah. How big of a book is that? It's like 800 pages. 992 oh pages. God. How long? That's a lot. It took oh me like... God. Actually, 
um, when I was driving before, like when I was driving back and forth between the metery, um, uh, it, it was an hour and a half drive to and from. So it was three hours, three hours I'm in the car. So it didn't take me too long. Isn't Battlefield Earth the book like 2,000 pages or something like that? Yeah. No. Holy uh, fuck. I no had a way. copy of it for a while. It's a... Oh, hold on. Nolan's going to hold up a book to the camera on our podcast. Yep. I, you know... <laughs> I, it, I, here is my copy. 1,050 pages. Yeah. L. Ron Hubbard's Battlefield Earth. Down. Thank you. L. Ron Hubbard's <laughs> Battlefield Birth. It is... Uh, Battlefield Earth. 1,050 pages. Yeah, it's like 1080. 1083. But the thing is, the the movie only gets through, like, this much of it. Nolan's... Which is how much for Nolan's for those listening at home? pinching one inch of the book. Yeah, it's, it only gets through, like, 300 <laughs> book pages of the book. A meter tall. <laughs> um, I have a very unpopular opinion in that I think the Kingkiller Chronicles is bad. Well, that's all the time we have for today, folks. Tune in next time. Yep. <laughs> Don't at me. Is is that really where we're stopping? No. Oh. I just um, wanted to be real awkward. <laughs> oh. I, uh, I got my new token for audible.com, and I downloaded the sixth book of the Drizdo Erden Chronicles series. Mm-hmm. Shit, now I have to get there. Now you're ahead of me. Ah, yes. You piece of shit. It's, uh, I haven't started listening to it because those are only like 13 hours long and I can listen to that in like three days. Yeah. Thank you for tuning into Versus And, where we round up 30-year-old books in the course <laughs> yep. of an hour and a half. <laughs> we, talk about, yeah. we talk about Pokemon, Sonic fanfic, and 30-year-old books. Yeah. Oh, oh Lord! You want to talk about Sonic fanfic? I got you set up. Let me let me look at my let me get my boy Lil Sonic up in here. Okay, whoop! I'm gonna walk away for a minute and poop and come right back. How's that? How's that hit you? We're gonna keep going without you. Please do. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a sudden kind of whoop going on. Mm-hmm. Movie popcorn. Ah, uh, yeah, gets things moving. I thought he was excited about his Sonic fanfic. I did too. That or was is this of... is this the Sonic fanfic? I um, am reading the Court of Owls. Batman. Batman. That's Batman. a that's a good one. Have you read that one? I have listened to the comics explained of it, <laughs> <laughs> which is like reading the cliff notes. Yeah. Yeah, it's the, I, the, he does a good job. I mean, it's he does a, a real good job. The, uh, partway through the book, I'd say thirty-three percent of the way through, when he is trapped in the labyrinth. Yes, or in the maze. Excuse me, not the labyrinth. The book, the print actually turns sideways, like the panels turn ninety degrees. So you have to cha- turn the book to read it, um, and then as it goes crazier and crazier, it turns another ninety degrees. So by the end, you, you're you have to hold the book upside down to get to the end of the chapter have you ever read house of leaves no but i know where you're going with that yeah similar similar concept like they're in a labyrinth and it just like as they fall into their psychosis like it words get you know you have less and less on each page and sometimes they like become Mm -hmm. handwritten and like it's just it's fucking crazy so there's a there's a scene that's like my favorite in this one, I haven't finished it yet, um, and I don't know if they covered this in the the video 
but he is being Batman is chasing um, the assassin Talon, yes. who has a Tony Stark esque owl suit and uh, a beater beaten up and battered Bruce Wayne has like grapple hooked onto Talon um, and they're flying through the heart of Gotham when Talon not only grapples Bruce Wayne but cuts the other tether so now the tides have turned uh, slams him through a, a window in an office building and then in that panel you see a, an airliner off in the distance and so they he both they both take off up to the airliner next panel he like tosses Bruce Wayne into the turbine of the airplane and he's having a hold on and essentially do a pull up to keep from being sucked into a jet turbine but that you know the whole time Bruce had secretly put a like a kick me sign that explodes on the back of talent so like he comes out on top at the end but um it was it definitely took the it started off as like a fist fight and ended with oh we might be chopped up in it like it, it was really good at escalating the the scene keeping the action going I've seen some of the new comics and like they they it definitely isn't just like we're gonna fight in the sewers look at all these cool sewers it's like hey we're gonna start fighting on top of a volcano and we're gonna go mm-hmm. up from there and I got um, I found a hardback copy of all of the um, Dark Knights metal tie-ins oh nice it's like all six or seven of them the um, the sunken oh fuck what's it called the one where like he's Aqua Woman, the Drowned, the Drowned. That's a great mm-hmm. one. Yeah, they're all really good. Um, but I couldn't. They stopped printing them after the first run. I think in twenty seventeen was it? Twenty eighteen? Twenty eighteen? Yeah, anyway, twenty eighteen. They, they don't print them anymore. Um, good. So the ones co- I bought you are going to be worth something. Yeah, the copies I have now. <laughs> and I now I can I don't mind uh, holding on to them to trade and sell later because I have the. The hardback copy yeah you got didn't you get most of the like holographic ones i think between you and me buying them separately i, I have a, i have a great deal of holographic ones nice uh, but i have a couple um duplicates so i'm gonna keep the holographic ones and sell the uh the regular ones yeah but they're all like first edition prints and still in good i know it's not impressive that it's only like 18 months old but like, <laughs> they're still in good condition yeah i mean like in you know five years if you keep up with them like that's yeah. uh this is gonna be worth some money. Did you uh, did you hear that they are doing another Dune film? I did not. Who's doing that? Uh, it's gonna be uh, let's see who is directing it. Dennis Villanueva. Villanueva. Okay. He did Prisoners, Enemy, Sicario, Arrival, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. So they have uh, Timothy Chalamet as Paul. Are they? Is this gonna be a? You said it's a movie or a TV show? Movie. Um, it's got Oscar Oscar Isaac as Duke Leto. Uh, um, so this is going to be a very condensed retelling of the story again. Yes, again. Uh, let's see. I mean, it's got a lot of really good people in it. Stellan Skarsgård is going to be uh, Vladimir Harkonnen. And uh, David uh, Dave Bautista is going to be Raban. So, like, it's it's got a really good cast. Rebecca Ferguson is Lady Jessica. All right, well, here, fuck it, here's the question. John, uh, Patrick Stewart as uh, Gurney or Rutger Howard as Roy Batty, who would you rather have with you in a bar fight? I, I mean, I would definitely say Rutger Howard because, like, he's insane. 
He's crazy. Yeah, but that's unpredictable, you know what I mean? That's true. That's true. He might throw a <laughs> shot glass at you while you're helping, but, like, he might. you probably win. Whereas, like, Gurney, while he's a good fighter, he's also very principled, and he's likely to... to uh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like in the David Lynch movie versus the book, they kind of toned him down a little bit. I mean, like, Patrick Stewart always gives it 100%, but, like, in the book, Gurney is, like... a he's a lot gruffer and he like does some shit while he's living mm-hmm. with the Fremen. And I think it depends on the bar too. Okay. Yeah. Like what, like what bar are we talking? Are we talking, um, the bar in the Highlander movie where there's only two people drinking? Or are mm-hmm. we talking like the boom, boom bar from, uh, super Mario brothers movie replete with, uh, <laughs> dinosaurs and Goombas and flamethrowers. If these two happen to be at the same bar, Chances are it's going to be like, I mean, like the cantina is just such like an obvious answer that I feel like they wouldn't go there. What, the Moss Eisley cantina? Yeah, the Moss Eisley cantina. Okay. But like... Uh, would, would Does a synth qualify as a droid? Because those are not, not allowed in Moss Eisley cantinas. Not allowed in there. Uh, I don't think so. But like, they wouldn't know that they're... Because like, Luke is let in everywhere and he starts missing body parts pretty quickly. That's true. That's true. So do they just say, like, hey, man, you got to take that off when you come in here? It's like the Xenos paradox. Like, at what point are you fully an android when you start getting android parts? The deep, deep thoughts brought to you by Brent Lacey. <laughs> um, so, David, you missed a lot. Um, I think Nolan and I both are ten points ahead now. God damn well, it. You, uh, didn't, you didn't know anything about Dune or Star Trek or... Or I know enough about Dune. Have you? Okay, this was this was also a question, but this was really more my knowledge of you. Have you seen the 1984 uh, David Lynch David Lynch Dune with Patrick Stewart? Yeah. No. How did you know I had Patrick Stewart? <laughs> <laughs> I have approximate knowledge of many things. Let me tell you a goddamn thing, Nolan. Let me tell you something. Logan's run was on at work <laughs> yesterday. I'd never seen that movie before, but I knew every goddamn thing that happened because it's been referenced in so many other fucking things. If you watch enough Simpsons episodes, you don't actually exactly. need to see any other movie. Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. I swear. Do you remember that episode of The Simpsons where they got three guys together to talk about nerdy stuff on the internet for an hour? That was a good episode. That was my favorite Simpsons episode. did it. <laughs> yeah. My favorite is when Mr. Burns, after the movie uh, came out, decided he was going to put a giant dome over Springfield, which... Wait, did you guys see the Simpsons movie? Long the movie? Ago. No. Oh, okay. Uh, in the Simpsons movie, the government puts a giant dome over Springfield. Two seasons later, Mr. Burns is... Like, they used actual footage from the movie of him about to put the giant dome over Springfield. And someone screams out, This already happened! And he's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> so you're referencing your own stuff, then you know you've made it. Yep. I saw an episode of Spongebob thinking of things that have been on for 20 plus years. Okay. Um, Fuck. Yeah, Spongebob has been on since 1999. That does not make it... Oh, God. No, it does. 20 years. God, no. It's been on since I was eight years old. 
Anyway, <laughs> there was an episode of SpongeBob that I had never seen, as there are many episodes of SpongeBob that I have not seen because I don't have Nickelodeon anymore. So I sat down and watched it because I fucking love that show. Yes. And I, I forget how much good slapstick humor is funny. Oh, yeah. Like, SpongeBob had a delivery where he had to go into, like, a corporate office... And he spills the milkshake, like, right... He spills everything, but the milkshake mm-hmm. is, like, on the floor. And he, like, commits seppuku with a spatula and, like, promises to come back and clean it up. And, like... Isn't he a sponge? Yes! yes. I know! I'm like, well, he tries to do that first. That's... Yeah, that's, like, the first thing. He, like, gets down and he, like, sucks up all the chocolate shake and then he's, like, commenting how it tastes good and, like... <laughs> Yeah, so like he. What fucking season is this? Like nineteen, some like a recent episode. But he brings Patrick back because of course he does. And (laughs) (laughs) they get into a fight with all the office equipment. Like there's a a Cleanatron nine thousand or something like that that like turns the fax machine and like the fridge and the coffee maker against them. And we have technology. I know, but like right at the end of the episode, Patrick comes in with a tank, and SpongeBob just turns around and goes. Where'd you get that? And he's like, this is what the company makes. And it like zooms out and there's just posters of tanks everywhere. <laughs> just like, I couldn't handle it. Like we were sitting in this hotel room and I'm like smacking the ground and people are like walking by and looking in my little window and I'm just like SpongeBob, what can I do? God. Uh, I have one. Okay. I, I have one. Mr. Krabs or Bob Belcher, mm. who makes a better grilled cheese? Can you can you get grilled cheeses at Bob's Burgers? Today, the special of the day, the burger of the, bur- the day. Burger of the day? Burgerless is, burger? Is um, grilled cheese with a dragon tattoo. The grilled cheese with a dragon tattoo? It's, it's uh, grilled cheese with some jalapeno on it. Uh, I thought it was like uh, a grilled cheese that was like violently assaulted. Maybe <laughs> porque no los dos. Um. <laughs> well, okay, I know the the correct answer to this is uh, Mr. Krabs makes a better grilled cheese sandwich, and the the reason why this is the case is because of the uh, existence and prevalence in bikini bottoms of whale cheese. Now, you might be asking yourself, what is whale cheese? Uh, whale cheese is a product not unlike cheese made from any other land-dwelling mammal, but you have to consider the fact that uh, whale milk, on average, is one of the top three fattiest milk fat percentages of all mammals. Um, think, think like um, a cow uh, uh, spliced with uh, Pearl the Vampire from Blade, and that is the type of fatty milk that you are getting from a whale. Uh, it's quite difficult to procure okay, so whale milk. You I'm, have to find... I'm not done yet. You have to find a diver uh, willing to milk said whale. Um, being that we are in Bikini Bottoms and amongst other seafaring animals, it's not uh, unheard of that there would already be uh, whales uh, available to be milked. Um, you have different varieties of whale milk. There is blue whale milk, so you can make blue whale cheese. There is... Um, Orca whale cheese. Um, they've even begun um, experimenting with reverse engineering some um, whales from the cheese. Uh, there are talks of a cheddar whale being developed. Um, a Swiss whale is currently under 
production it's in Japan. It's got many blowholes. It's got many blowholes. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, they started looking into sperm whale cheese. However, the um, initial uh, testing phases yeah. came out pretty pretty negative there. Nevertheless, uh, this is not a product you can get at Bob's Burgers, and that would uh, lead me to believe that uh, Mr. Crab would make the better grilled cheese sandwich. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree on an ethical ground. And not on the ethical ground you think. You have just posited a reality where Mr. Krabs has adopted his daughter for the sole purpose of oh, milking and fuck. harvesting cheese from a daughter. So it's it's obviously not his real daughter. How could you say it's that? Still, he's he's holy that? shit, Brent. We cannot put that in the episode. Why not? That's still, no, it's not his real daughter, but she still lives in his house. He. he he has slave labor in adopting a daughter so that he can harvest cheese from Why said daughter. Why do you daughter? think a crab would try to adopt a whale in the first place? Because it's so he's okay. So the fan theory. Small side note: the fan theory of SpongeBob is that uh, uh, Mr. Krabs, who was a sailor at some point, uh, came upon uh, Pearl, who's parents died as a result of whaling mm. <laughs> and he just... adopted her because he felt bad for her whale milk man renewable resource <laughs> go go for it Nolan I'm interested I mean like Brent has what brought a lot of what shit to the table Brent, Brent, Brent's bought some heat but again I, I still think there's a pretty big ethical ground to just disagree with that wholeheartedly but I'm gonna say Bob because Bob uh, while he might not have whale cheese available, he does make sure that all of his products are uh, topped with various goods. So he might have a a grilled cheese with a tomato and pesto on top that he could call the uh, the the Tom Pesto and the Heartbreakers. There you go. That would be a good one. <laughs> the uh, oh, hold on, there's there's got to be a cheese that has heart in it or something close to Havarti? it. Havarti. Oh. Yeah, oh, Tom, that's also the good. Tom Pesto and the Havarti Breakers. <laughs> See, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, you're getting some quality jokes with his his uh, his grilled cheese. Whereas, like Mr. Krabs, it's just going to be the the crabby cheese. I'm going to jump yeah. on Nolan's side for just a few jokes here. Uh, you've got the uh, there's a there's a there's a Swiss cheese grilled cheese that has uh, makeup and wigs, and it's the Twisted Swister. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or, uh, or if it's just, what if it's an open-faced grilled cheese sandwich that's just called Swiss? What? <laughs> like, kiss. Oh. <laughs> uh, you, could, you could make one with uh, goat cheese and uh-huh. uh, a fig, like, reduction, and uh-huh. you could call it the fagot about it. Forgot about okay, it. Okay. Okay. Um, Figgoat about it. Fig goat about it. There's a there's a there's a there's a British grilled cheese. It's um, from Liverpool and they use rocklet and it's called the Rock Let It Be. <laughs> rock Let It Be. There was a um, this guy I knew in college. He came from Ohio and I don't remember what school in Ohio has this dive bar that has this grilled cheese. Um, but it's it's Texas toast cheese jalapeno poppers and buffalo fingers okay texas toast and it's called the other woman because of how ashamed you'll feel the next morning pretty much (laughs) or how dirty you'll feel the next morning Mm. i think that's how they advertise it 
There's the one. It's uh, it's it's a heart shaped sandwich with a nice runny cheese, and it's would you brie my Valentine? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I was gonna say uh, uh, there's a a fun one he's made that's actually very interesting. It's it's um actually on flatbread, mm-hmm. uh, toasted flatbread that he then you know grills uh, with. Uh, some feta and some chicken and uh, a little bit of yogurt sauce and he calls it the feta off dead grilled cheese mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. that's good i will try that one there there's one he's got to use like a whole loaf of bread mm-hmm. but he he shapes it into a manatee and he fills it with brie and it's called the oh the humana brie <laughs> 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 mm. There is a, a very special type of grilled cheese that he makes, and it has to be made uh, in your own kitchen under duress when being broken into by thieves, and it's called the Provolone too. Uh. <laughs> There's one that he shapes into um, someone shrugging their shoulders, uh-huh. and it's called the Camembert anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a good one. Uh, there's one he brings out where, uh, it's, it's just a regular grilled cheese, but as he gives it to you, he tells you just like, so he tells you the aristocrats joke in its entirety. (laughs) (laughs) It's called the blue grilled cheese. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the aristocrat joke. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that is one that Linda would have to serve. <laughs> there's uh, there's one that one of their daughters has to help with, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's basically just a grilled cheese, but Tina has to serve it, and the name of it is we didn't have her, we just Fontina. <laughs> he made one one time. I don't know if you you've had it. It's 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 made automatically in the back of the kitchen, and it's brought out. Uh, like a mechanical arm that has 19 yeah. different joints brings it out and uh, is the uh, Asia Go-Go Gadget Cheese. Oh, God. Uh, he's got one uh, that's that's just a regular uh, grilled cheese, but he, he doesn't stop talking to you the entire time he's making it, uh, telling you how it's made. It's called the processed grilled cheese. <laughs> Um, there's there's one that he makes. It's uh, it's got a couple of different cheeses on it, and um, it's it's really smells like you can smell it down the street when he's making it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the um, too gouda to feel blue cheese. <laughs> okay, I feel like we actually might have seen that one on the show somewhere. <laughs> I remember when we would take road trips as uh, as kids, and they would go on for hours and hours and hours. In order to, to keep us quiet in the back, um, Nolan, you might remember Dad would always make us um, the Are We Gruyere Yet grilled cheese? <laughs> <laughs> Just to keep from asking. All right, well, David, who gets the points? Here's the problem. Brent, Brent gets 300 points. No. Oh. <laughs> I, wa- I want that strange whale cheese. Whale I cheese. Wa- I, want, I want that strange whale grilled cheese. It's the Dippin' Dots I... of cheese, man. I I actually Googled it while you were talking about it. I was like, do whales make milk? <laughs> of course and, they make milk. 
And I was like, look, all right. I never, it's not something I think about, all mm. right? So I had to be sure. But like, I'd try it, dude. Yeah. I would try it. I'd probably hate it, but I would try it. It's the oyster of cheese. It's, oh, God. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how to take that. That's something Plankton makes. Yeah. <laughs> this is an oyster grilled cheese. <laughs> Drat! Why does the Krusty Krab beat me with their whale cheese? <laughs> Come try my chum and oyster cheese. And oyster cheese. I don't really think oysters have nipples. You lack vision! <laughs> Shut up, Karen. <laughs> That's a terrible plankton voice, but it's all I can do. It's it's drifting into uh, uh, who's the evil doctor on Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Oh, <laughs> shut up, Steve! Behold my Behold. oyster cheese! <laughs> I don't bum, think uh, bum, bum. oysters have nipples. Shut up! <laughs> Put it back. No, Master Master Shake, I am your father. Walter Melon. Behold, my taco straightener. (laughs) (laughs) Gentlemen, I've made love to this toaster. And now in hindsight, I ask, why? (laughs) Alright, so um, I'm not sure who ended up winning, uh, but that's fine because the points don't matter anyway. Uh, we, we talked about a lot of good topics today. We've reviewed the, uh, the etymology of most of the Pokemon out there, um, whether or not Sonic the Hedgehog is an actual hedgehog, um, what the best types of grilled cheese would be. Yes. So if you uh, had fun with us this month, feel free to go to our website, finalplank.com, or our Facebook page, Final Plank, or our Instagram, at Final Plank. Uh, drop us any ideas of topics you would like for us to cover. Uh, if it is something we're familiar with, we might throw it on the show. And if it's not, then who knows? It might be something that we all decide to get into. Uh, you can never have too many geeky things on your plate. Um, I want to thank everybody for joining us this month. Uh, my name was Brent, and uh, I did have a title this month. My, my name was David. And I'm the one who burned down your Minecraft house all those years ago. My name was Nolan, but I'm thinking it's Marklar now. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for thanks for tuning in, and we will Marklar you uh, next Marklar. <laughs> Marklar. Marklar. Versus And is produced by Brent Lacey, Nolan Lacey, and David Hallman. The show is edited by whoever feels like it this month. The theme music is composed by and provided courtesy of Kevin McLeod. Versus And is a production of Final Plank Media. Humanity's not going to make it to the end of the universe. Like, we're going to fucking kill ourselves. (laughs) What's going on? I don't even understand anymore. No, that's more. That's like a Homestar one. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Homestar. Got channel my Elmer Fudd. <laughs> Have you ever thought about the heat death of the entire universe? <laughs> Shut up, Homestar. <laughs> Once again, I point the blame directly to tight pants. <laughs> oh, quantum tight pants. <laughs>